Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's start with Brett Veach because he, he spoke most recently. And he pretty much suggested, said they anticipate... To use a franchise tag, we understand that would be on one of two people and really Sneed. one person, yeah, Legarius Sneed. That's not, you know, that makes all the sense in the world. Everybody's kind of assumed that that's what they're going to ultimately do. And I would expect by the March 5th deadline or whatever, Legarius Sneed's going to get tagged. The question from there will just be, do they get a long-term deal done? And he also said, you know, that's their intention, right? That they want to, they would like to, to get something done long-term. Not surprised to hear that either. Um, and you know, he, he also was discussing just the challenges that I think we've always discussed around the draft, uh, which is when you're picking 31 or 32 in this year's case, uh, you're not only dealing with players that on a talented team and defense and roster clearly are going to go yeah. have an opportunity or money. You're also not picking in the prime spot. You're, you're picking at pick 32. And so just the challenges to try to build throughout, which is what makes what they're doing a chance to three-peat that much more impressive from a front office perspective. Of course, always when you're in that position, you're going to have to keep doing it. And look, the franchise tag is the right move. That doesn't yeah. mean you can't get a job. You can't get something done with Legereus Sneed, but get one in-house so you can figure out the other one in-house. This goes back to what we said last week, though, too. There are 20 teams in the NFL who might take a corner in the first two rounds. Why the hell would you just let your guy go out to free agency and test the market? Yeah, at least you tag him. It keeps the, hey, he can just play one more year for you, and then maybe you part ways after next year, or you work out a long-term deal, or if you're like, you know what, there's a trade that we like around the draft, and all of a sudden we package him and trade him. Not that I want them to do that, but no, that but at least gives give you an option. All the choices. Legereus needs going to get tagged. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. I think, he ha- I think you just have I don't to. give a choice. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's just an auto done. You step in the meeting with Brett Veach, and you're like, yeah, we're going to have to do that. I don't think he was as serious about McColl, I'll admit, well, based on the way question. those conversations like, I mean, worked. With like, all due respect to McColl, who just had a game-winning touchdown, like he's very, very far down the list of work. Like Nobody's racing to sign McColl Hartman. You've got some time to figure that one out. And I think uh, if you if you asked him for patience, you know, I'm pretty sure he would, he would wait a little bit too because uh, he obviously knows his best fit and chance to have success is in Kansas City. I think Brett Veach, if there's any... Like, every time we get another year, we've pointed this out. You and I had kind of dove into him in the first couple of years because essentially the history of our show is around the time Brett Veach took over as GM. Those two things are coincided pretty close, about a year apart. So in the early conversation with us, I'd be like, hey, look, he doesn't draft corners early. Straight up doesn't do it, so don't count on it. Then he took McDuff, and you're like, all right, he's willing to make exceptions. And then the was, I don't know that he can find defensive linemen in the draft consistently, well, at least he found Karloftis. Dan has turned into a good player. 
And he's found some other guys like Turk Wharton and others who are productive. We'll see about Felix Anudike Uzama. I'm long past the Breland Speaks days. But like, yeah. the... Oh, and same with the wide receiver, though. I know it's one, but you know, hey, you can't find a wide... Well, they just found a pretty damn good one, one in Rushy Rice. But again, do it again, repeat it again, and they're back-to-back Super Bowl champs. I don't have to apologize for the small mistakes <laughs> they make here or there. That's still my hang-up on the Jones thing is. This would be them breaking from their norm. If they choose to pay Chris Jones after the age of 30 on a big money contract, that'd be contrary to everything else they've done. Paying Snead once, that's not. They do that all the time. Right. I think the only difference would be, does he is he now, we've always talked about this group of three exceptions, basically. It, you know, it, after they traded Tyreek Hill, we said, oh, it's pretty clear. The only players that they're willing to, you know, full on make the highest paid player at their position and, and take care of them, even if it's crossing over, will be Patrick Mahomes. They've done it with Travis Kelsey. Uh, and then I think at the time we said maybe Chris Jones. And, well, here's here's their chance to do that. And they tried to do it last year. They yeah. just ultimately couldn't get a deal done. So I think Chris Jones is probably the exception to that, Cody. And that's, you know, I, I don't buy into, you know, that you, you, you have to sign someone to make sure they finish their career. Like, I... I also, you can give Chris Jones a brand new deal. He still would only be 33 or 34 at the end of it. That doesn't ensure that he's going to finish his career no. in Kansas City. I know we we use that at a lot. At that position? Maybe. 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 But not, not a guarantee. Um, but, but I think Chris Jones. Career. Yeah, I think Chris Jones is potentially part of that group of three of Kelsey Mahomes where you're willing to, hey, the, it doesn't apply to them the same way. But I as agree. I've said consistently over the last like week or so on the show, it's just what has changed from a year ago that why now are you willing to do it? And maybe you just have more cap space. Maybe it's because you're trying to three-peat. That might be the, those might be the answers. Otherwise, he's a year older and he had less production. Now you're willing to actually give him the 30-something million dollars? It does seem odd, but I, like I've told you, my stance on third contracts from an NFL perspective are simple. You give second contracts to great players in the NFL. You give third contracts to Hall of Famers. Like, that's it. Yep. And Chris Jones at least falls in that other category. So if you want to entertain the contract... I'll entertain it. I do think that they were somewhat close last year, but Chris Jones thought he might be able to hold him over a barrel a little bit, held out for a game. They lost a game and now they went back. And the only, like, I think less has changed on the chiefs end than has changed on Chris Jones end where now it does feel really mm. hard to leave. If you're Chris Jones, you made a bunch of money. They took care of you. Okay. Even though you screwed yourself on the contract, you're back to back Super Bowl champ. You got a chance to go down in one of these great dynasties ever. And you will anyway, and everything with it. I think it's actually harder for Chris than it is for the Chiefs. Can I say something real quick on Brent Feach when I was listening to this? Sure. There's nothing to do with the football end, <laughs> and it's not even his fault, okay? Uh -oh, uh oh It's not even his fault. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think, how anybody would sound. It is, I've decided, it is impossible to discuss your like of reading or books and not sound stupid if your stance is, I don't like books. Because, and it's not Brent Feach's fault. Very smart man. And multiple times, very smart. But when he was talking about it, someone's like, hey, do you read? And he's like, no, nope, uh, you know, books, words. Like, and he's like, go read the other guy. He reads. I like movies. And then that was he the said end. He's was more like, of a documentary guy. <laughs> but that Netflix you know documentary like, it guy. just sounds, no matter what you say. And you don't have to be a reader. It's fine. I don't read enough. Um, but it's just like the way the way he said it sounded so silly. Just like, ah, books, you know. How do you do you read a book? No. Once a year? No. What's the last full book you read? I'm in the middle of reading a book right now, but it's full blown slow. book. Yeah. Uh, Cody college college. Yeah. 
You you read the whole book in college? Or you Ten years ago. Skimmed it a little bit. Probably skimmed. Ten years ago. I'm actively reading. No, nah, I should, shouldn't have shown such Like Brett Veach, book. I'm more of a Netflix documentary guy. I like You're not to, watching I, documentaries. You're watching Love is Blind. What no, I haven't watched Love watching? is Blind in the last five seasons. Yeah. <laughs> No, like the documentaries or the mini the the mini docs. Those that's what I watch. Are you talking about the murder documentaries? No? Yep. Okay, that's not what he's describing. You sure? How do you know? He's saying you think history he, he, and stuff. He wasn't talking. He, he wasn't talking you, about oh, you, the murder. You, you don't think Brad Veach has ever watched one of the murder mysteries on Netflix? I'm you not think you that. think he's just watching documentaries on 1942? <laughs> no, but I think that that's what he was describing. I don't know. That that's the other part. Question? That's the other parts of my point where he's just like, you know, I don't read, but like. World War Two, you know, I watched that. <laughs> That's how it sounds. It's not again. It's not. It's not his fault. I think anybody having that conversation would sound exactly like that. Yeah, there's definitely the flip side. It's like there's definitely a flip side. Like just because you read a book doesn't doesn't oh, no. doesn't mean much either. But because uh, yeah, I'm going to read two books this year, on a more, that's probably what I get through a year. On a more serious note, I I still both sessions with Andy Reid and Brad Veach. There were I thought two obvious glaring topics that were not even asked. We mentioned with Andy Reid, nobody asked yeah. him about the report of him getting an extension. Nobody asked Brett Veach about the comments yesterday from Charles Aminahue. That sounds like, hey, do you, if you, had a, do you know if you're going to be talking with Charles? Sounds like he would like a new deal. I'm not saying we're going to get an answer definitively, but I don't know. That seemed like a pretty relevant thing. It just sucks because there's only, we, don't, we don't get a chance to talk to either of them very often. So yeah. when there's a I chance, like to hear when there's a chance, I, I, sure. I think that would have been a valid. Um, well, also, they're at the combine. So, yeah. hey, Brett, what is your focus? Like, I know that there's some obvious, you know, thoughts oh. as to where they'll go, but is there a direction that you're looking at more this week, considering they're at the combine, I guess, would have been a question I feel like would have been asked. Of course, first text, 816. Reading is for nerds, Tab. <laughs> I've already admitted I'm a nerd. There's no difference in here. And again, I read I saw, like I think in a books, I two saw. books a year. I My wife reads like 25. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 